Mike. I was making sure that I didn't have yeah, one that needed to be switched on because I usually have one. So. No, you're good. You're good. Um, where are you? Open dance? Yep. She's stars. Oh, Holy right. God in heaven. You you must be on a uh, guest mic channel from last week. <laughs> um, you are. I better check the other one. She's stars. Stars. We're, we're fucking professionals here, folks. Don't worry about it. We were off site. That is my, uh, that's my saying, I think. I don't know if I say it on the podcast much, but I that say it on professionals? No, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Oh, you say it all the time. I know. <laughs> don't worry. It's a thing. It's your tagline. Yeah, it's funny. Hashtag don't worry about it. <laughs> you will never fucking see me put that in anything. <laughs> I will never do that. In fact, I, I did I did notice, I have to apologize because I noticed today I've been like incredibly useless when it comes to social media this last week or two. It's been um, a bit of a week or two at work. Uh, so I have not been, like I can't, you can ask Bree, I came home a couple days last week and I had like no brain power left. I was like it wasn't quite as bad as the last time the last time i was like speaking nonsense to you while awake yeah, I can't remember the weird thing that you did this last time that I was like, um, you're tired. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I did. So this is the new Utah podcast. Maybe it was when you went to bed at 830. Yeah. This is the new Utah podcast, by the way. Uh, we talk about all things Utah. If you found us, congratulations. You're in for a hell of a ride. Um, if you found us and don't know what we are, uh, I'm surprised because I don't know how you fucking listen to a podcast and don't get the title, but there you go. Uh, it's the new Utah podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts uh chris if you don't like the sound quality you can bitch at me um because i'm responsible for that episode 142 throw that is 142 episodes non-stop no repeats no best ofs we just fucking keep on trucking every week just keep rolling that guy that reminds you of longevity is jeremy that's me we also have my lovely uh wife brie Hola. and uh the lovely and ever so cakey jess cakey <laughs> you never come covered in cake and i think just because you didn't go home first but i just assume you bake cakes like non-stop at your house right now i am yeah yeah it's cake season i did see the the shark's cake the san jose shark's cake the hockey cake. that was pretty cool that was pretty cool Thanks. other than the banana that they wanted that's weird <laughs> well, that's fine well and it was funny too because i've been stressed it's not fine at all because fresh banana shouldn't be in cake because it turns brown and you put frosting on it spice cakes brown i could totally have like a banana bread style cake no not banana bread fresh banana sliced oh that's disgusting as a filling like banana cream that's pie like, that's like fucking pudding like when you make banana pudding and like after a day it's all disgusting looking so there is a couple of tricks that you can use that i researched because C citric acid yes you can use citric acid you can use uh like grapefruit juice lemon juice pineapple juice but i didn't want to change the flavor of the bananas uh and so uh, you soak them in honey and water. So they're pretty delicate too, right? Yeah. Like, so honey's a natural preservative. Yeah. And they've used it since ancient times. So they said it was okay, but it was funny because the last time I did a cake for this husband and wife, it was like all over Facebook, like immediately. And it was like radio silence. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I hope that everything's okay. And for the next day, fortunately, she was honest enough. She was like, yeah, she's like the cake. She's like, the design was really awesome. But 
I guess her mom told her husband a flavor that she actually didn't want. And so, Aww. yeah, I was like, well, I was like, I would be happy to make you like something that you want. She's like, I actually really don't like cake. I was like, well, any treat that you want, like, just hit me up in the future. So. Like, I'll go to a fucking village baker and get you the best treats ever. I, I can make her whatever. I felt really, really bad, but. So I'm doing her husband's cake in a month. You so just make a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he meant well. It's all good. She liked the. I mean, apparently she's a huge San Jose Sharks fan, enough to have an entire room full of memorabilia and signed stuff. So That's pretty cool. I, I yeah. like the, I like the sugar glass, the ice. The ice. Thank you. That was, I, that was pretty awesome. I wish I would have made it just a little bit thinner, but I can't imagine because I cut the recipe in half. I can't imagine like how much it would have made if I did the whole recipe so next time I'll have to cut it even more in half that's really uh, I thought it was a cool cake and they needed some cupcakes with frosting there was something else on them I don't know what it was. no the cupcakes was a different order well I know it a was flower. a flower I assumed it was a different a order a flower they were black velvet cupcakes I didn't know how cupcakes with pink frosting went with a San Jose Shark's cake like it wasn't <laughs> I wasn't yeah, combining no. them so I have one more cake this week another cake next week then a break then a wedding cake then another cake so if you then guys, a break then another cake if you guys want to put in your cake orders you can't Jess is accepting them she says you can't but I promise you if you messaged her on Facebook she'd fit it in I'm telling you. I'll send them to you and you can make them. No, I'm not doing that. This is the lady. This is the lady who's like, I'm not making cakes for three weeks. Then she makes four fucking cakes the next weekend. I was like five. (laughs) Exactly. So she's full of shit. She says she's not making them. She always does it. She she fits them in. She finds time. I can't though. That's what you say. I know. I can't. I just want people to be disappointed in you. That's all. (laughs) I want them to ask and then be disappointed that it's not going to happen. Did you do anything? Sorry, my life. Did you do anything fun this weekend? besides make cakes because I don't imagine that's fun anymore no I didn't do anything this weekend really so I, sometimes you say that and, and it's just a bold face lie like no but I do I have a question like, for you like what is bald face I said bold yeah it's not bold face it's bald face so you're saying I'm a liar because I have a bald head <sighs> Your face is not your head. No, my face is definitely not bald. So women lie because generally also, they have people, bald faces. Also, people, fucking stop saying oriental. I have run into three people this week that have said oriental. Unless you are talking about architectural design. Or, or, or if you're talking about the trading company, which is the Yes, name. oriental trading. You can say it then. Bald, or if it's a rug. Bald-faced. Okay, I'm, writing bald, I'm just writing bald face down. Okay. But I'm, I don't know how to spell it. I think I'm going to do B-A-L-L-E. Google that. Bald. B-A-L-D. Well, I'm going to do them both. Bald and bald. Baller face. But I'm not talking about it's bald like it's a bald piece of meat or uh, a bald piece of dough. There's nothing wrong with cake pops and meatballs. <laughs> Plus, my boss has spelled your wrong three different times in an email. Like, three different separate emails. I do have a emails. question, though. Uh, How do you feel about endearing terms? Like, what do you call a teenager? Like, a 19-year-old? Like, kid? is kiddo is kiddo offensive? Like, I, is it demeaning? Depends I think on it the depends kid. on the person. So, for me... Because I always got called kiddo by the adult that I hung out with when I was 19 and it was endearing to me but I've thought of using it a couple times to a couple people this last week and I'm like I don't know if they would see it as like that I don't see them as an equal because I do but that they're just young I don't younger. see 18 year olds as equals they're not 18 so if, if they're below 23 I don't see them as equals but they're getting into they're not 
a teenager teenager they're but they're on their own they're paying their own bills they're i think it adults. depends on the, the kid and the relationship because like i call my kids kiddo but i don't know that i would necessarily kids. call jeremy's two oldest kids kiddo I and would. they're the same ages i'd call them kiddo i also call people that are older than me at work kid i so. do too dude i call everyone dude so it's not a to me it's not a slight i just it's just natural like i just thanks kid <laughs> So, and I think the older Just you don't are, call them babe. The older, our receptionist calls us babe. Why the fuck would I call anyone I work with babe? <laughs> and dear, dear's no, don't like do that, that either. I'm not an old English. There was writer. a there was a girl at work that always used that. I'm like so condescending. I do I do call some of the males I work with sugar tits. <laughs> And honey bunches. That's <laughs> always Mel. Sweet cheeks. I call my boss boss. Sugar muffin. Those are. I mean, I'm not kidding. I actually say that stuff. I'm like, how are you doing this morning, sugar muffin? <laughs> you call Josh sugar tits. Yeah, yeah. I've called Josh sugar tits. I I have. I'm okay with endearing well. terms. Like I feel that everybody should have pet names for each other. But I, I just was thinking. I didn't want the particular two girls that I was talking to to feel like less at what point do you just joking about people's old age become a problem because i do Never. that a lot as well when it's a problem to them yeah but like that's what i'm saying like i do work with people that are beyond retirement age like the man that i share an office with that is only in his 60s but seems like he's in his 80s and smokes like a chimney and it no, makes my whole office smell that's why it seems like he's in his 80s probably <laughs> like smoking. nancy will call herself old but if anybody else calls her old she's really offended even though she's old she's old so she's retiring next year. Yeah. So, what about you, Jeremy? How do you feel about it? Because you, you look old. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Neutral. I look over there and you're like all brown. Pearl Yeah, that thing. I believe they call it silver fox. Not old. No. It's not. <laughs> no one will ever refer to you as a silver fox. You keep telling yourself that, it will never happen, buddy. Uh, I'm neutral. I don't know. Maybe I'll send Heather a text and be like, hey, you need to start calling Jeremy the silver fox. <laughs> totally would <laughs> should just be like whatever <laughs> yeah should be like whatever so jeremy did you do anything fun this weekend or not, know, not or so much fun but i do have two two bits of news are they about being a silver fox because i don't want to fucking hear that no it's, one's about the weather though which oh, is always God. interesting so our weird you know, weather pattern right the, now the worst thing is like with weather I, I always am like fucking old people they watch the weather channel and that's all they talk about and now I'm finding that I talk to people about the weather, the weather all the time. all the time so so we had well a week and a half ago it was bad enough storm that they shut the schools down which hasn't happened in like 25 years yeah um, we had another big snowstorm was it Sunday it was night 10. 10 years so, so Sunday night we had another big storm uh, anyway so let's see today was decent weather tomorrow's supposed to be snow Thursday's supposed to be 50 and rain Friday snow again. So anyway, I was looking at all that, and then it... it Where's your global warming at, bitch? <laughs> it had... I was looking at the historical weather. So nine or 2017, so two years ago, this very day, it was 67 degrees. You guys remember that? No, I don't remember yesterday. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I can't remember what happened a week ago. So in 2017, we had the super warm weather, like no winter at all. Oh, yeah. This was like yeah. like early spring. This time of year, stuff was blooming. Like, Well, I don't know if it was blooming yet, but it was... It My was mom's crocuses were... In February? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Two years ago. Because I do remember it got like super warm. We had the early bloom. Record really highs. Apples and peaches. Like and, virtually no snow. There was like two weeks out of the whole year where we actually had snow on the What's ground. Your because weather sucks. It's just that weather.
weather sucks. I love weather. So the second bit of news that came up all over the, the Twitters today was Bill Cosby is finding prison exciting. I bet. Really? That was on Twitter today? I kid you not. How did I miss that? I, I can imagine, man, the, the pudding pops got to be good. Listen, when you're old, you got to find excitement wherever you can. Look, clearly his life wasn't exciting. He was drugging women to sleep and then having sex with them against their Now he doesn't have to drug hours. anyone. I know. Now he's got willing participants, and maybe so, it's exciting for him to just sit there. It did say, though, that he's in his own secluded everything. Yeah, he's, he's probably finding fun in prison just fucking being by himself. He's probably senile as shit to begin with. Maybe. Like, he's on his deathbed anyway. He's in like 80-something. He looked... So the, I, I actually went... Before all this shit came out, I went and saw him in Vegas. Uh, he did a, a, like oh, yeah. a one-day show or a couple-day show, and uh, his stand-up was okay, but he was clearly like not all there and having to like get cues as to where to go. Like he's he's not he's not snappy up top. Like I think he's got issues and he's gonna die in prison. Thank God. Well, so this sentence is the the seven to ten year for the one. Yeah, don't worry, he'll die before the ten years. He'll is be up. in his eighties. He'll die. He's not in great health. And that's only the, that's only the, the first case that actually went all the way through. And there's like a, a, a shopping list behind it yeah, waiting. Well, and and all the money in the world doesn't help you if you're stuck in prison and can't get better medical care. Yep. So. But he's finding it exciting, so I thought I'd report that. <laughs> no, none of those things pertain to you. Neither of those things really pertain to you. Or nor, Utah. Nor Utah. I mean, well, weather, weather did. does. Weather does. But seriously, that's what you have to bring to the show? That was my weekend. Bill Cosby and the weather. It was exciting stuff. <laughs> so uh, I actually wanted to, um, so we went to Franks, uh, which is a, a local eatery. It's a local fancy eatery uh, up in... Uh, Holiday. It's only kind of fancy. Yeah, up by Knudsen's Quarter. Only kind of fancy. It's really fancy for Utah. It's French French cuisine. Pinky's up the We didn't time. have to dress up and you didn't have to wear a tie. It was not fancy. That's as fancy as it gets in Utah. No, it's not. Mm. It is. But no, it's not. The same level. It's a fine dining What about Lakai that won every award there was? Lakai is a fucking falsehood. It does not actually <laughs> exist. It's a front, a money laundering front. No, but Franks was really good. Um, they actually have a camera in the kitchen and they put it up on big screens so oh, that you can cool. see the cooks preparing food, which is kind of cool. You can watch them spit in your food. And mostly you're watching them plate stuff uh, because that's where it's at. I hate that's you all. The art. Yeah, I mean, they scratch their butt and then rub your fish before they put it on the grill, but you can't see I like that this flower. It looks great. No, it's uh, it was actually really good. Uh, their menu changes daily. Um, Is it like a seasonal, like fresh, whatever's local kind of thing? Yeah, and they change daily, so they, they have, have like three or four set oh. things. So, but they're, they're staples in terms of they always have a, wa a wagyu steak. They always have um, uh, their meatloaf. They always have a fried chicken. But the accoutrement that comes with it, the sauces that they put with it and pair with it along with the sides, that changes every single day. And it's I mean it's really nice French inspired fanciness where they'll have like you know uh, a special wasabi sauce and like ground mustard seed and little puddles and I need to go have that wagyu steak it's really good so they they cook it uh, I am actually shocked there is a place in Utah that has it 
<laughs> so they cook it in um, the bath. The, what the fuck is that thing called? Sous vide. So they cook it in sous vide and then they sear it before they serve it. Uh, and it was like ultra tender, like melt in your mouth, buttery. That's what you had? Yeah, that's oh, what I good had. Call. I had bubbly cod. Was that fresh Utah cod? Yeah, yeah totally. Utah Lake. <laughs> that might have been why it was bubbly. Straight out of Utah. No, it had like a sauce stuff on it and it came out and it was all foamy and bubbly. It was really good. Yeah, they do some really cool stuff with presentation. So. That's and, cool. And they have fried Brussels sprouts. Oh my mm. God, they were yeah, so I good. I, I hate them. Especially fried. So we, we went with John made me eat one. Well, he made me eat the skin of one. We went with reservations, and I would probably suggest that. It was a Friday night, though, so. And then we actually went this weekend on Saturday to the Garage Grill. So oh, nice. That, their menu looks freaking badass. Yeah, it was a little offsetting to see sushi. Like, <laughs> su- I didn't see that on the menu when I was looking at it. Yeah, today. no, they have, a full, they have a full sushi bar and everything. But they so. have sushi nachos, and they're actually pretty tasty. This headset's going to piss me off tonight. Anyway, the sushi nachos. Nachos are pretty tasty. Yeah, they were. It was a really good appetizer. I had um, my staple that I have at every place, which is... Um, um, I give up on the stupid um, Fish and chips? Yeah. Fish and chips. That's what she has when she... And so then I gave it to my mom so that she could reheat it in her air fryer, which she loves. Oh, did, did that work? Or you don't know? I don't know. She says it works really well to, like, reheat fries and shit, so... <laughs> so, but the beer was good. The food was good. Um, I don't know. Did you try a new beer it, from what from it, what you had last week? I did. I tried, a, I tried the... Uh, not the half. You had the half, right? I had the half. And I had the uh, the Belgian. Um, it was good. The, the beer was good. The grilled cheese sandwiches meh, wasn't very flavorful. Their onion rings are amazing. The onion rings were good. The onion rings were definitely good. They're like as big as my head. And they do a good <laughs> job on tater tot frying. Um, I saw they had like tater tot nachos. It's actually so. It's actually difficult to make good tater tots. Like that's not a that's they, not a joke. You have to fry them true. correctly to make them really good. And not a lot of people do. Not a lot of places do. So. They gotta be good enough to put in your pocket. That's right. Mm-hmm. What? No. Napoleon. Well, those are school lunch ones. So. <laughs> uh, by the way, I didn't put this in my events, and I forgot what date it is. But the whole entire cast is doing an anniversary thing at East High School, like a Q and A, and they're gonna have props and. The whole entire cast of what? Oh, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. So other than the. Uh, Bill Cosby? It's not Bill Cosby, motherfucker. <laughs> Other than Napoleon Dynamite meeting at East High for some weird-ass reason. Because um, it's anniversary. Yeah, but why are they meeting at East High? Was it filmed there? Because it wasn't. It was filmed in Idaho. Yeah, it was filmed in Preston. Yeah. They should go to Preston High. That would make more that, sense. That would make I have a lot taken a picture sense. of that high school. Yeah, but no. I, I think the problem is, yeah, I think the problem is Preston couldn't handle the influx of people. <laughs> right? <laughs> Mainstream America. And East High is set up for it because they, they do all the stupid Hollywood shit. That right. High school musical and, and think about that, but think about the fan base too. Like I feel like a majority of it is here anyway, so I feel like that movie has a fan base anywhere in the Midwest where people <laughs> went to a rural school. Yes. But like that's not like like inner city kids don't get it. Like anybody from like the inner city of Chicago or Boston watched that show and they're like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, but if you went to school in like the Midwest or in like any that, kind of rural town, like that tetherball is rad. And throwing steaks at people is a real thing. No, I yeah, mean, Tina's a fat lard. Yeah. 
What are, what are you doing, Jess? Nothing. So besides that event, what other what events are going on? Uh, well, first, I just want to talk about a couple of our alumni have had some crazy things happen this week. Uh, our friend Travis, his postal truck flipped over out in little Tooele. And I said, did you hit something or did you hit ice and he said he just hit ice and it fishtailed and it spun in the opposite direction and he tipped over. He's okay though, yeah? He is. He's a little bit stiff, but he'll be okay, he says. Did he get to climb out like Dukes of Hazard? No, they like made him sit on the top of his truck until like whoever got there. Like he, they wouldn't let him leave. Apparently there's a picture of it somewhere of him sitting on the top of his mail well, truck. Well, you can't leave the mail, I guess. That'll, that'll make for a good comedy routine some point. I hope so. I gotta um, Imagine that makes its way into the show, like into a into a. Bit How could it not, though? Yeah, I'm sure he'll talk about it on his podcast. But um, and then I'm not sure if it happened um, Monday or Sunday, but um, you cursed Lizzie's by because they're going to be they were I should say last Friday on diner drive-ins and dives. And I over didn't curse you did. That takes that takes a couple years to fuck a business over after being on that show. Well, somebody took one of their chairs that they leave outside and climbed on it and um, tore their pride flag in half what? over the weekend. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> the flag has been replaced. Hold on, you can't put that evil on me. <laughs> oh, you I cannot that put did that all evil on me. Well You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> um, I cannot believe you just put that evil on me. I didn't. I was just saying that Lizzie's and the flag and it sucks. It's my fault because I said they're going to be on diners, drive-ins, and dives. You and did kill cursed. a prophet. You, you did, did kill a prophet, yeah. yeah. That's true. So you, did you guys see Los Hermanos burn down yesterday in Provo? In Provo, yeah. But not, the, was good. but not the Pleasant Grove one. That one's still there. Yeah, but the, the Provo one was the first one, and it was good. It's gone. Yeah. What Fire. happened? Fire started in the basement. They don't know yet. Well, remind me when I, remind me off air to talk about, because I know the owners and the okay. brothers. And, and it's probably a, really sad. There's a, there's a big story there. I don't know about the fire. Like, it sucks because that place was a, a staple in Provo and a mm -hmm. really fucking good it's on taco Center place. Street. Yeah. Um, so it really sucks to see that, that place burn down. But uh, remind me off air to tell you some stories about them. Can I read what Derek wrote about the flag? Yes. Yeah. Is that Okay. Yeah. Um, so Derek Kitchen is the husband of Moody, who owns Lizzie's, and he said, "We can buy another flag, but we can't erase the fear that these microaggressions instill. I'll be fine because I have such a strong community behind me. But oftentimes, these acts are directed at young people who are just discovering themselves, or to vulnerable people who don't have a strong and affirming network surrounding them. It's this reality that makes me so sad. Microaggressions like this happen every single day. This is yet another reminder that the work of building a better world." is ongoing and that for all the progress we've made there are still those out there that wish to do harm to the queer community and to other minority groups so the flag has been replaced but they are taking donations of more flags so they can get them out around the community so if you want nice. to donate a pride flag to Lizzie's, do it if you want to donate a pride flag to me i'll hang it do it i have a, a the, actually the flag i fly for rsl now when i go to games is a was a pride, oh, flag. Yeah, pride one the, yeah i remember that it's cool yeah i have a pride scarf we actually have two yeah we have a couple of pride scarves so there i didn't really write down a lot of events because there's not a lot going on the next couple weeks it's the dead of shit whole winter my favorite part of this week is that there's a three-day weekend at the end of it for me 
So on the 19th, <laughs> Ben McAdams has his third town hall, which is in Lehigh, and that's on 225 at State Street at 6 p.m. If you have nothing to do on Thursday, even if you have something to do, you should go see Nick Passy. He's playing at Estee Pizza in Sugar House, and he does that, I think, once a month or every Thursday. I, I think it's just once a pizza. month. I hear it's delicious. I mean, I wouldn't mind listening to Nick because he's awesome, but I want some other pizza. He is, and he's working on his well, new Thursday stuff. Thursday is Valentine's so Day, so you could take your lovely somebody Are over. you not gaming on Thursday? You're taking a day off? Well, I haven't decided Here, yet. Here's the thing. So I don't care. I game with a bunch of people my age and older. We all have wives, <laughs> except for one of us. Um, so we all, so there's half the group is like, yeah, we don't go out on Valentine's Day because it's a shit show. It is. And it doesn't really matter. We do something that weekend. And the other half are like, yep, I got to be home because I have a wife and she expects me to be home. And I'm like, I have a wife who doesn't give a shit. Because I said, if you go, just let me know so I know what I'm doing for dinner. Because if you're home, then you're going to make dinner. And if you're not home, then I got to make dinner. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> or you could go to SD Pizza and watch Nick. She doesn't like pizza. I'm not going to take her to pizza. Maybe they have something else. So next weekend is Wizarding Days. It's finally here. Da -da -da, the 22nd and the 23rd. Uh, they have a really a lot of awesome things that they're doing this time around. Jess is on a panel, apparently. Yeah. kind of busted that out on the podcast with us yeah i got invited to be on this panel on a on friday at four o'clock should be loads of fun should be lots of people there <laughs> it was supposed to be on saturday and today we found out it's on friday so that should be very interesting so i'll be doing that with travis tate and with dylan oh, of nice. your creativity dylan was the one that invited me to be part of that so um the passes aren't expensive, even if you just wanted to go by yourself. If you wanted to go both days for your family of six, like sixty-five dollars, like it's so fun. We made a wand last year. I still have it. It looks like a dick. Mine's at work. <laughs> I accidentally made it look like a penis. It wasn't accidentally. On, well, it looked no, really, it really cool. Wasn't on it purpose. was really cool. And no, I'm like, it needs a thing on the tip. And then I got done. I'm like, God damn it, it looks like a dick. Uh, well, I just remember that I, I got so involved in mine that that I didn't even realize Raven had gotten there, and you guys had talked for. A while and then Raven was like, gone. like, and the people are like, God damn, that bitch has been there for two hours. And it's like supposed Come to be on. the kids' wand making. <laughs> no, it was everyone. <laughs> I'm telling you, okay, so if you have kids, this is the thing like, even if you don't have kids, it's a lot of fun. But if you have kids, it is well worth the price of admission because the stuff that they get to do, the interactive yeah, stuff, the activities are so it's, awesome. It's not just sit and watch panels, it's it's not it's just immersive. Vendors, but there's a lot of immersive stuff. I assume they're going to have the Nerf War thing again. Again. Was that them? Yes. Yeah. That was Holy oh. Expo. But oh, if but, you uh, if you go and make a wand, don't make the lighted wand. Make the glue gun wand. Yeah, it's better. The lighted wands, while they're more expensive and they light up, they're not as cool. They're made with construction paper. paper. <laughs> And they, they, they have improved them, and the, the other ones that they make out of, like, the chopsticks are amazing. They turn out really well. But they have potion-making classes. They have all kinds of cool, like, interactive stuff for kids. It is, like, you could go there. Do they even have, like, story reading, like, authors. They've had that in the past, I think. So this time they're doing master classes, and I think it's, like, an extra five bucks on your pass, and you can go to, they have, like, classes over both days. They're really it's, awesome. It's stuff like how to make 
specific costumes. How to podcast. <laughs> apparently how to podcast. <laughs> Jess is invited to that, so uh, we'll... we'll oh, she is our producer. It's true. It's true. I feel really bad. I just want you guys to Why? Because we're a team. Yeah, but so, I don't have anything to but add. But they can't put fucking four people... Look, we're not, we're not fan X where they have a special panel for a specific podcast. They should totally put us on a panel with FedEx. <laughs> But uh, it would have fun. to be an 18 or older one so Chris could swear. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I could not swear ever on anything. Like, it's tough sometimes to not say swear words. I did wear my Horror Island shirt last week. I, don't know I saw that. I did yeah, that. That was awesome. Uh, okay, so a couple more things. The 23rd, and I know we're going to talk about this in news, but, and we actually, we, we talked about it last week. The Stallions, the Utah Stallions, yeah, we are now <laughs> playing officially. And on the 23rd, they're playing the Arizona Hot Shots at 1 p.m. at the Rice Eccles, and really, it probably playing Arizona again. will be cold. And but the tickets are reasonable. They start at nineteen dollars and go up to a hundred. So even if you just wanted to go, like take in the experience. Well, so let's just talk about it because I don't want to bring them up again. That seems kind of silly. So they did. That's why they played the Hot Shots for their opening game, and that was down in Arizona, which makes a little bit more sense to play. They might. I didn't see a game in between. I think that is the next one. Yeah. So know. a little weird to play back to back with the same team, but there's like 10 teams in the league, so it doesn't matter. Um, so this is the um, Alliance of Professional Football. I haven't looked into like the rules and stuff, um, but apparently it was a good game, 38-22. to 22, um, They lost, uh, unfortunately. But um, some people from uh, from Utah on here. Um, so you have uh, a BYU receiver um, that uh, plays for the Stallions and some I don't know, different people. This kind of cracks me up, though. I don't think we played as physical as we needed to, not even close, Stallions coach Dennis Erickson said after the game. If I could see one thing that jumped out at me, we didn't play as physical as we need to play in this league. And everyone in this league is pretty good. Look, I don't want to be... I don't. First off, how the fuck do you know everyone in the league is pretty good? There's literally been one set of games played in the entire fucking league. It's like the B-team NFL. It's like Canadian football probably has more prestige in this league. Listen, it can grow. I'm not saying it can't. I I mean, I, I am going to say that because it probably won't. Uh, it's know. a good, valiant attempt at another league. Um, we'll see. Their rules have to be specific, like certain differences in their rules because otherwise the NFL will fucking come after them. So, um, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm hopeful. Do they get to grab their face masks in this one? <laughs> yeah, there's a reason that that's not legal. <laughs> it's really dangerous. But um, interesting to see it happening. We'll, we'll see how well it's received. That's always been the question. First, we're never going to get a fucking professional NFL team here, people. We can't fill Rice-Eccles. Like, Rice-Eccles is 45,000. The Village is 60. 60 is closer to NFL stadium size. But... Yeah, but even those aren't being filled. (laughs) But here's the thing. We will never fill one of those on a Sunday in the state. And that's always been the issue. Because NFL plays on Sunday. We we can't... The University of Utah... um, Not University of Utah. Real Salt Lake. 
part of why we're not on national television very often is because those games are televised on a Sunday. And when there are Sunday games for a championship-winning sports team in the state of Utah, the stadium is half-fucking-empty because you damn Mormons think it's bad to go out and watch something entertaining on a Sunday. But it's okay. They'll make the, the, the free help, you know, the bishop and his... They'll make them work all day. That's okay. That's different. Yeah, they get a different day off. Because, you know, no one else can take a different day off. Anyway, sorry, that's my spiel. What about people whose religion celebrates it on a sat- their, their Sabbath as a Saturday? Jehovah's Witnesses. Jewish people. Jews. Then they can go to the Sunday games. What about if, you're, if you're, your Sunday is really the, your, your day of... Uh... Let me be clear. All of them have the wrong God. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be... Uh, or you just go to title boxing for Dash's class, and he'll like do laying on of hands and stuff for you. Worship Vishnu, and you'll we'll be much better off. <laughs> what is it not? <laughs> Any other events, Jess? Uh, yes, March 3rd, Oleo has their bear soap class. Uh, it's $30. It will fill up quickly, so if you want to do it. Right. Guess what? Our, no, it was, it's not marked as sold out. Our friend Sherry Gibb at Clever Octopus knows our friend Jen at Oleo. Of course they know each other. How yeah. could two hippies <laughs> in the city of Salt Lake not get together? Well, I don't think they know each other like as well as some of the other groups of people, but but they're but she's she's aware of Oleo and stuff, which I thought was kinda cool. You kind of talked about it already, but um, do you want to touch on soccer season coming up? Because I'm seeing billboards everywhere for tickets. Yeah, because the first game's coming up soon. That's still a couple weeks away. Um, Listen, I'm a couple weeks out because people want a couple weeks. Um, It's like mid-March, I think, is the first home game. Uh, I want to say like March 19th. I'll tell you in just a second. Yeah, Bree's going to look it up with grapes in her mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. Shut up. It's, I think it's like March. So Real plays at Houston on March 2nd. Yeah, we care about home games. And then, fuck you. <laughs> then they play the Vancouver Whitecaps on the 9th. At home? Yes. So that's less than a month. So the 9th. They're in Hawaii right now, fucking training like assholes. Like, got 17 inches of snow, and I see a picture of them in fucking Hawaii, like in shirtless weather. On a beach. Oh my god, that New Jersey, though. It looks I good. love that. It looks good. You can't have it, it's white. So we'll see. Team looks pretty like it could be pretty good this year. We picked up some some nice folks and some more young kids, and we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's all uh, I can say about it. I don't yeah, know. We'll okay. talk about it more. So get season tickets if you don't have them. They're worth it. They're worth every penny. I love mine. I'm not even going to get to go to a couple games this year, and I still love them. So. Um, we'd give them to Jeremy, but he just goes there to drink beer, and he doesn't even know who's on the field. <laughs> He's like, what happened? Did we score? Yeah, that's why the whole fucking stadium is <laughs> in. We'll give them to John and his son. They'll appreciate it. Um, <laughs> wow. That time, though, that just cracked me up when you're like, Hey, where'd the captain go? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't seen him for a while. <laughs> so uh, we'll get into a little bit of news. I don't think we'll talk much about the legislative session too much. We, we'll give you guys a little bit of a break. Um, I'm sure. Do we'll you have anything back. else, Jess, before we move on? Nope. That? That's it. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll come back strong. I think afterwards. So. <laughs> He's going to sneeze, people. He's there. Do you hear it? Hopefully not. God bless you. Which God? Whichever one. Mormon Jesus, Catholic Jesus, or Jewish Jesus? Oh, I don't care. 
Did you catch that last one? Yeah. Jewish Jesus. Got you. Well, he's just your friend. Well, they believe in Jesus. Yeah, he's just a good dude. He's just your friend. He was just a good dude. He was not here to take your money. He's Jesus the king of the Jews. A friend of mine. How's that song go? There's a song about Jesus being a friend of yours. No. Yeah, there is. Not of Jeremy's. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, speaking of friends, um, Cedar City, <laughs> their high school, and how the fuck did this take so long to actually change? That's what I want. Because to know. some people still want it. Yeah, the fucking KKK still wants to be a prominent organization. Doesn't mean it's okay. You have to listen. Let's see if this plays properly. I don't have to listen. You do have to listen. I no, said so. No, I don't. <laughs> I'll get to the Jesus as a friend of mine part, and then I'll play it. It's not real. It's not actually a thing. Anyway, so the Redmond mascot, Cedar City High School, uh, Cedar High School, their mascot for... Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend of Jesus. <laughs> um, anyway, their mascot for 70 years or so has been the Redmond. The you know, Red Man. You know, not the Redmond. Like the that, Red Man. Like the Washington football Same team. Redman. I know, but like... Don't don't like run it together like you know like somebody's last name like Redmen. Gotcha. The Redmen. It's all one word. Redmen. Two syllables, one word. Redmen. So uh, basically, uh, you know, red skin people, Native Americans, if you will. But uh, they don't have red skin. They're brown. Feathers, not dots. Straight black hair. Those people. They're red skinned though, apparently. Um, you know, you like the Redskins. That's a, a racial epitaph used for them. Um, there's a certain football team in Washington State that still continues to fucking use it without their trademark. Um, Second Kimmy Schmidt, though, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but anyway, the, uh, the Redmen. Uh, is no more. Uh, it is gone. Um, it's about time. I mean, for fuck's sake! Like, how long has it been going? Did they decide? I can't. I don't remember. No, but there was yeah, actually. I haven't picked a new one yet. No. There is actually a Native American tribe from some other state, like Minnesota or something. That's like. It's not. It's not a tribe. It's a lobbying organization. But there was like, we think that it should remain. Yeah, well, it's bad news. Uh, I'm glad they're they're changing it. And we already talked about the stallions. Um, I do want to talk about Hill Air Force Base. Um, so, in the midst of uh, another looming government shutdown, by the way. Uh, Hill Air Force Base yeah, that'll be happening Friday, is getting ready to open a new software facility, a $35 million software facility. So one of the things that resides at Hill Air Force Base, besides the failed F-35 program and the F-22s, um, is actually uh, a bunch of software logistics stuff. So basically there's a, a big logistics complex that does a bunch of like missile um, programming and weapon systems programming and stuff like that. Um, and it employs a bunch of people like 3,000 people uh, they're expecting to staff over there so um, they they currently have about 1,600 and they're moving up to 3,000 over the next 10 years wow. so it's not a small thing um, it's a big part of what goes on up there at Hill and so when we have these government shutdowns a lot of those people are actually civilians on military contracts that's a majority of like this sort of thing civilians yeah, the vast yeah. so there's there's some military liaisons and they're on base a lot of times because of the proprietary and classified technologies, but uh, it's usually civilian contractors that are doing the computer programming and the day-to-day -day stuff, um, and then the military
military personnel are using the software, but all of that's developed by, by contractors. So when the government goes on furlough or goes on, you know, off, these are the type of people that get affected. Um, but it is cool because uh, to see another big tech center, basically a bunch of more tech jobs coming to Utah, um, so they just keep coming and coming and coming. Uh, and we cannot keep up with how many are coming, but uh, that's good for the employees. Um, bad for business because it costs them more. Uh, great for the average worker because you're going to get paid more to, to move around. So um, good stuff. Uh, so, Mary Biskupski, Biskupski, I don't know how you say it. Biskupski. I don't ever say it right. Jackie, good old Jackie O, there Jackie B. Jackie, 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 Jackie O. No. Jackie B, she's uh, announced that she is going to seek re-election. Uh, I think she's got a tough fight on her hands. Um, a lot of times, the, the Salt Lake City mayoral ship um, isn't such a tough, heated race for an incumbent, but I, I think this is a... This is going to be a tougher race for her because Tobacco has thrown his hat in that ring. Well, and Dave Ibarra is a local businessman that is very well known. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Stan Penford as well, right? Or Penfold. Um, so it'll be an interesting race. Um, I think she's got a really tough job to convince the people of of Salt Lake to reelect her. Um, some of the stuff that she's done has not been favorable, uh, and it's a very democratic city. So um, even an openly gay mayor probably is going to struggle for reelection right now. Tobacco is gay. So. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just saying she's as an incumbent. And, and a, I think I think her more of her downfall is she's a woman. I, I don't even think it's that. I think no. I mean, like that's still just such a huge thing that like people are willing to say, well, we gave it a try, and this woman just messed up. It's all the inland port. Yeah, it's all the inland all port. Hundred percent. It's, it's basically the mishandling and the kind of. Because other what, than that, it's, people it's, have generally liked her, but then that happened, and it's I, perceived as like closed door, underhanded dealings mm -hmm. that she's been a part of. Like you said, aside from that, I think she's done a really good job. Mm -hmm. But the people of Salt Lake, Salt Lake's an informed voter base. They're very politically active, and yeah. they know what's going on, and there are not a lot of happy campers. Yeah. That's why she's being challenged by three other people so far. Yeah. And we're we're a long ways out from that election. Uh, and to have that many people running against her already, she's going to have a tough campaign. It's a lot of people thought she wouldn't even actually run. But 2020, she's isn't it? So, I mean, we're talking next year is the election, correct? Or is, is it the end of this year, or is it 2020? Uh, no, it's a 2019 race. So, end of this it'll year. Be, it'll be in November, so it's still months away. Way, but uh, she's got a she's got a hard uphill battle, I think, um, for for that race. So um, yeah, this is okay. So I read this story. So what story? The 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 Walmart story. Um, so Jess and I have met. Jess Jess actually talks to Glenn a lot. So Glenn Stuckey is a uh, he's a local guy. He was injured when he was a he was like a kid, wasn't he? Was he was a kid. Yeah, he was hit by a wave runner. And and he's got severe brain damage. Um, and and uh, this is like one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. Super outgoing, super friendly. He paints superhero stuff, and he sells.
sells it for um, charity, basically. Yep. For usually for like primary children's hospital. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, and you'll see him. He's got. He's always got booths at uh, at, at the various conventions. So Fanex. Mm-hmm. Um, he was at the last Halloween Expo. I, is he going to be at Harry Potter World? I don't know if he'll be in that, that I, space or not. I think he was there. But, but he, he's usually got a booth uh, where he's he's selling his artwork. And it's uh, all by donation, so he doesn't ask a specific price. He just says, "Yep, whatever, whatever, whatever you can donate." Uh, once I cover the cost of the materials, then everything goes to Primary Children's after that. So, um, a really, uh, really cool dude. Um, apparently, works for Walmart. Yes, and, the American Fork one. He's worked there for a long time. And he was a greeter, and now he's a cashier. And he was recognized. Uh, they by, flew him to Arkansas. Is that? Yep, Arkansas. 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 It's not Arkansas. <laughs> His foundation is called Change for Love. Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, but he was recognized by the uh, CEO of Walmart for whatever that's worth. But so Doug is. Wait, he's got a book. Yeah, that's rad. My smile is my superpower, rising above a disability through living the seven habits. So, so Glenn is a cool is that dude. seven habits of highly effective people probably yeah he plagiarized the whole thing uh, no so Glenn's a, Glenn's a really nice genuine dude when I read this article all I could think was fuck you Walmart because like this recognition is cool but if you look at the the, the pictures um, the, that were were posted and basically the recognize like the recognition was they're in some space with all the corporate people right like recognizing this dude that's a that's a regular line worker that probably gets fucking shit on by Walmart if I'm being honest he probably makes dick for money he started as a greeter because he has a mental handicap and they're like oh you're actually not a complete moron I guess we can put you at, at cashier like it's it's fucking asinine to me right like oh here you'd be a greeter you'd be either you're old or you're handicapped and you get to say welcome to Walmart at the door you get and, to put stickers on things that people are returning yeah and if you show promise <laughs> then they're gonna let you be a cashier I was kind of put off by that it's really cool that he got recognized by him and I'm sure he he's he's super over the moon by it but I'm sure he didn't get a raise I'm sure no, but you know what like it will do it will help his foundation and his quote is awesome he said superheroes don't belong in a bad dream so this must be a good dream <laughs> I love him he's so nice his smile is his superpower yes so, I agree with that but he's a really good dude I know he'll be at Fanex uh, in in April yep um, so so if you get a chance, stop by and, and check out. And his pictures are awesome. Like, his paintings are so rad. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. He's really good. And he's, he just stop, stop and talk to him. He's a really nice guy. I'm starting to get jealous of all the artistry that's surrounding me when I, I suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good either. So we do talk at length today to uh, to an actual artist who does it professionally. It's interesting. Um, so He talks to me all the time. She's a cake artist. Isn't that bakers or bakers artists? Yes. Did you see my painting? Well, let's painting. let's put it this way. I hand paint all those cakes. If you are just making a cake in a pan, no. <laughs> what if I draw a dick on it? No. With icing? No. No. What's different between that and what Jess does? She actually makes the Mic shape drop. of a dick. What? No. What? Yeah, with stuff coming out of it on a tongue. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm still, I still can't believe that's an actual cake that you made. I did, like three years ago. Oh, I know you did. I know you did. But it doesn't mean I believe So it. that's the difference. The difference is you might draw a badly no. construed you know what the someone's face. Is, the difference is at the end of the day, someone will pay just to do it. No one will pay you. You know, for as much as I've looked at my own penis, you'd think I'd be better at drawing But you know what? That's not even it, though, because there could be somebody that draws really well and not get paid for it. Well, then you're not a professional. Well, I know, but I'm just talking about being an artist. Just I was artist. just making a joke about you saying we talk at length as professional paid people. <laughs> so, uh, this Other story, things. speaking of the weather, because Jeremy brought it up earlier. Uh, and Bill Cosby. This is anything to do with Bill Cosby. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Jeremy, I'm going to uninvite you from the show if you continue to <laughs> Bill Cosby. Also known as turning off your mic. Not an infamous Utah, by the way, Bill Cosby. He's been to Utah. Oh, speaking of, uh, if you like Utah that show, pudding and Jello. <laughs> if you like the last infamous Utah show with with uh, Butch Cassidy, um, there's stay, another one coming. Yeah, up. the end of the month we're going to do another one. Um, I don't know who we're going to talk about. We haven't really decided. I think we have an idea, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, Bill Cosby. So anyway, speaking of the weather, there is a petition out there right now. To um, I, I, the petition has gotten like eleven thousand signatures. Oh no, it's sixteen now. Oh, sixteen now. Um, it is to uh, put reflective lines on Utah's roads. Um, so basically, if you've ever driven, so if you've driven outside of the state of Utah, like if you drive in California or Georgia, places that it doesn't snow a lot, the lines in the, the road are actually not even lines anymore. They're either big pieces of like stand-up reflective tape or they're the bumps. Uh, we can't do those in Utah because snow plows fuck them up like really quick. However, I was reading people's comments because that's what I do. And oh my god, you're one of those people. I am one of those people. Um, in like Minnesota and stuff like that, they put the the ones that are above. They actually embed them into. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and you 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 can do that, um, but one of the things they're talking about here is reflective lines. So the paint. Well, so we already over. have reflective lines, but we have yes, we do. But we but it's a weird that kind of means. Yeah. Which they're reflective, but it has to be a special kind because just like I don't know if people notice this, but like on our overpass signs, if it's if it's if it's a frosty day, you'll notice that some of the reflection is gone. It's because it's covering up what's actually making it reflect light, which is just from your lights or from the lights shining on the signs. That's what's happening with the paint. So things are getting on it or the water is so much more reflective than the beads that it makes it so you can't see the and lines. It's, it's not across the board. The paint's not on no, the No, but it's, there, it's not like there's no reflective paint but at all But basically, if it rains and you're on I-15, it doesn't matter you if it's rain or anything. snow. If it rains, you cannot see the lines. It's not even I-15. It's any major highway. Yeah, it's highway. any highway. Bangor, yeah. uh, Pioneer Crossing. <laughs> it, yeah, it doesn't matter. If it rains, you can no longer see the lines, which is really kind of ridiculous in a state that gets weather the way we do because it rains a lot in the winter it snows a lot in the winter yeah it's dry as fuck all summer and we get like two rainstorms but when you get them you can't see the lines and it doesn't matter if it's a sprinkle or if it's a downpour they're, they're not visible. So this is a petition to, to force UDOT to start changing what they use for paint. UDOT's actually, regardless of this petition, has actually already started experimenting with some additional types of paint and some paint blends to try and make that and a little bit different better. ways, like, like Jess was saying, um, like lowering, like making the lines embedded, embedded into the ground. The worst is road construction when they half-ass paint over the lines and you can see yeah. where the lines used to oh, be. Oh, the lines actually 
actually are better down in Utah County right now than they are anywhere else. <laughs> and Maybe that that's one of the though. experimental ones. But could be. they said that they're talking, the guy who started the petition said that several people from Wyoming have reached out to him. And so they're, he's going to talk to some of the officials about the process of, uh, of how they do it. What do they do yeah. in Wyoming? I, I don't know, but I can tell you that I can fucking see the lines just fine. And they have, like, the thing is, is so we, we've seen in, in Utah in the past week what, what I grew up with in Wyoming, which is drifting snow. And mm -hmm. so you have, you have two feet of snow that hits the valley. That doesn't happen very often here. So we had the last snowstorm this week, this last weekend, we had 18, 18. inches. And I had all us. the drifting snow I guess that was last house. week. <laughs> yeah. You can still see justice grass. So we had 18 inches. <laughs> no, it all inches, blew away. It and then we got probably another six or seven the other day. Um, but the snow. Jeremy got that backwards. So he got about the same, but just the opposite storms. Yep, yep. We didn't get nearly as much the first storm, but then Mondays we got dumped on. But even like driving the other day, like the snow was drifting off of airport two onto the road. Mm -hmm. So th in Wyoming, that happens a lot, but it does it all day long and all night long and creates black ice all over the roads. But you can always see the lines in Utah that was happening. No lines visible. I just can't believe that this has not happened sooner, that we haven't looked at our states that are right next to us that have worse weather or similar weather and said, hey, what do you do with your lines? So Idaho, Idaho gets just as bad weather and you can see the lines. Exactly. They do a different kind of paint. It's, it's not rocket science. People have figured it out. <laughs> Clearly it is. I guess. Well, it's again, it's Utah and we have to stand on our own. But I will science. tell you, Idaho and Wyoming don't have as funny of freeway signs as we do. <laughs> <laughs> the, the overhead like freeway signs to warn you of accidents and stuff. I love oh. those. So I, the I, electronic I, ones. So it's, it's funny because when we come home from boxing on Monday night, and we're going on 215, the sign almost always says something clever and funny, and it's always different. It's never the same thing. And last night it said, accident up ahead at whatever, and I was like, Wh what? Like, it wasn't some funny saying, and then there was an accident. <laughs> like, he was just totally oblivious to the fact that there was an accident. <laughs> that's, not, that's not funny. What's I'm getting, I'm getting the punchline? <laughs> UHP does a good job setting those. I don't know if they have, like, a... Whoever it is that... I think it's UDOT. If that they have, have, like, a... No, UHP actually sets them. So you know, they, really? yeah, they they have the capability of putting them in their their little cars and send it up to the sign, just like that. Yeah, maybe it's the incident management vehicles that do it, um, but I know UHP has the ability to do it too. So yeah, but I think the day to day maintenance with the funny thing is probably UDOT. Ultimately, I don't think whoever it, it is, good kudos job. to you. Your dad jokes are on point because yep. they're great. Google has good dad jokes. I heard three of them tonight. <laughs> hey Google, tell me a joke. It didn't. It didn't make her phone do it. Hey Google, tell me a joke. It has to be my voice because hey. I just said it. Hey Siri, tell me a joke. Hey Alexa, <laughs> tell me a joke. <laughs> Oh man! Are there any You're others? Shaking everybody's house up. Yeah. Did I? Anybody got any others? We're renaming our Alexa because I am so sick of X ninety six turning my stream on and off in my car and in my house. With us today we have uh, Corey Clausen, who's a sculptor for Evermore Park. How are you, Corey? Oh, I'm great. Thanks for having me. So. Uh, How'd you get into sculpting? Should we start there? Or no, we? we have to start Let's with start. the origin story. The origin story. Yeah, we just found out that he went to American Fork High School with aunt. Stephen mm -hmm. Hatch. Mm -hmm. So, well, the audience didn't find out, but now you just... Well, we found out. So, so who'd you grow up with? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, so so uh, you know anybody that we right. might know? So so let's start. Where where are you from? Where were you born? I was born in Omaha, Nebraska, but I've Whoa. been I've been here pretty much my whole life. I moved here when I was like one. So, so Jeremy know. likes to start at the point of conception. Do you know yeah. Yeah. how your parents were doing it? Somewhere around. <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska, I believe. Because there's not much else to do in Omaha, Nebraska. That's right. No, really, really not. So, but I, but I grew up in American Fork. Um, always, always done art, right? So I grew up with Steve Patch, and uh, well, I didn't grow up with him. I knew him from school. Um, but I've always done art from the time I was little. I was oil painting at like seven, but. Um, in high school, my art teacher. Uh, did you say oil painting at seven? Oil painting. How the hell did you get a hold of oil paints at seven years old? I don't know. I think one of my teachers saw something and said, "Hey, get this." Because those they gave you oils. Going, yeah. Not yeah. not like my daughter used paints. oils in high school and got them all over her clothes when she was like seventeen. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like that's a dangerous proposition to give. Like at least start on acrylics at seven. <laughs> oils. oils. That's tough. You know, I've never painted in acrylics. Really? Straight to oils. Yeah. Oils are awesome. Went straight that's for the. Hard stuff. Well, I mean, when yeah. you when you get cocaine at seven, you don't go back to it now. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> skip to this. I'm sure. I'm sure that you gateway paint. Oh, that yeah. really is. I mean, that is just crazy. Oils are not an easy medium, and they're really fucking messy for a seven year old. Like, yeah. How much shit did you ruin? Do you remember? I don't remember. I really don't. <laughs> so I feel like I was pretty clean. Were you pretty good at seven? Or I mean, I realize that's a little. But but I mean, were you like oh yeah, and people I, I were like I hey, was. you got some talent? I think I was. Or was it Picasso? <laughs> I don't know. Well, obviously <laughs> people were giving him oil gave paints. Him oils at seven. He was definitely good. Yeah. I mean, it's not like yeah. me and my stick figure. <laughs> my disproportionate stick figures. <laughs> so then, in, in high school, I'm assuming you took in high school. Uh, my art teacher, Mary Judd, who is phenomenal. Shout out to Mary Judd. She, it's my she sister. changed. She changed my life. Mike. Um, Mike John. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about over there. But she uh, she gave me a big block of clay, and that was the first time I'd ever played with clay, and it was it was on. I, I kind of forgot every other medium from that point and just really? rolled with it. Yeah. Really? So you, you do that kind of through high school, and then what after high school? Do you start sculpting for McDonald's? Yeah, so she also got me a job at, the, at a local uh, bronze foundry, which is really? kind, of, kind of the... Uh, you know, every every sculptor has to put his time in. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like the practical application for sculpting, right? As you make mm -hmm. bronze statues, you sculpt mm -hmm. them out of clay and make a reverse mold and yeah, exactly. it up. Exactly. So that was kind of jumping into the art world. And then I went uh, to UVSC back then. Uh, now studied. the largest school in now the state. Now UVU. Yeah. Now UVU. Uh, studied art there and, uh, and then off to BYU and... Studied sculpture there, so. Do they have a pretty good sculpture program at BYU? Um, yeah, it's not bad. At the, when I went, I'm a figurative sculptor. When I went, they didn't really have any figurative sculpture teachers, so I was a little bit kind of on my own sort of thing. I mean, they they, they have plenty of help, but um, now they've got fig figure 
Can you explain what that is for people that don't know? Figure figure, figure sculpting. Just the body. Okay. Sculpting sculpting okay. people. Well, you the said body. figurative, and I was thinking like okay. metaphorical. Like okay. Are you sculpting? So you don't sculpt unicorns. If a sculptor don't sculpt sculpts unicorns. a bear in the woods, does he really sculpt? I think I could make a rock. And nobody's there to see it. <laughs> Can you do figures at BYU? Do they let you? Yeah. The, yeah. You just got to cover up. Swimsuits. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Use your imagination. I can't imagine BYU's like a big art school. It just it's, doesn't. It's got a, it's got a really good art program. Yeah, it's good. got the it's yeah. got the bean. Yeah. The, the Bean Museum. Yeah, right? they have that's, good they have good art stuff that comes through there. Yeah, but that doesn't. That's mean all dinosaurs, isn't it? The from, Bean Museum. I don't know. But What's they've the got they have they've an got art the MOA, which is the yeah, yeah, Museum of Art. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> this is you know like they've got talk. they've got a really good art program. So Just, from from BYU, what then? So I got to back up. Um, I worked my way through BYU working at an architectural theming company doing giant statue giant statues for Las Vegas <laughs> and that's really I mean if I had to credit anything with uh, my art education it was actually the that company because that's you know 34 foot elephants and and giant uh, wild Roman so you actually created 34 foot tall elephants yeah, yeah it wasn't just like the modeling of like what well, this could look like but yeah. you actually did the big school mm -hmm. you did the little mock-ups mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. Well, of course you do. Yeah. No, you just go big. You're just like, I'm go, just big. go big or go home. Okay. You're like, home. just spend the money on going big. Fuck <laughs> all if you don't like the design when it's done. <laughs> what uh, casinos did you work? What did you um, at or, or did they, you do it? No, we here? did it all here. The, the company at the time was in Draper. I, I just found out it closed oh, after, after I don't know, however, 20, 20 years or so. But, oh, wow. Um, so we did it all in Draper and then, and then just, shipped, just it. shipped it out. But um, we did that must a fun lot of work. Like seeing it drive down the highway, a 31 foot tall elephant. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, in pieces. Yeah. That, that was the, with the 34 feet tall and we never saw it put together here. So it wouldn't fit in. Yeah, I was like, it how wouldn't could you... fit in, a, in the shop. We had to do it in three. Yeah, you'd have to do it in a giant warehouse. Three sections. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where is it at now down in it's, Vegas? That one is in Hollywood. It's, it's at the Kodak theater. Oh yeah. That's so um, it's it's a replica from if I remember right, the movie was called Intolerance, and it was like an old silent movie, like like kind of the first big epic movie hmm. to come out of Hollywood, and I think it tanked. That's probably why. <laughs> Most of the silent films back then did. And I don't know if it's if it's true or not, but the rumor was that um, the term white elephant actually came from from that from that, from that movie set that because they, they were trying to junk. Yeah, yeah, and they were trying to recap some of the money that they lost on the movie and they were trying to sell off the pieces of the set and I guess it sat on the corner of Hollywood and Highland for years and years and years until they, the original one was just plaster so yeah, I don't know. it eventually just I don't know how like apart. Yeah. how silent movies are very exciting because initially it's exciting because you've never seen like moving pictures like that was a big thing like before it was all just stills right and radio programs and you get moving pictures but there's no sound but you can only watch so much of that before you're like this is fucking stupid <laughs> like, that's I've, essentially I've what I do now I've seen people walking around on screen like I need something more and until 
how they were able to put audio to the moving pictures. I don't. You know, I read my closed captioning now. It's essentially what I do is watch silent movies. <laughs> yeah, but there's dialogue to, to read. There so. was dialogue in silent movies, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> it wasn't really dialogue so much as words on screen, then act out some stuff, and then word on a screen. <laughs> so. Wow. But I am still. I, I will uh, say they do still play silent movies at that freaking place over on Thirty. Oh, with that has a piano. The, the pipe organ mm-hmm. thing. So I don't remember what the name of it is now off the top of my head. Like one of those pizza, you get the pizza and watch the silent movies. Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. There's, actually, you guys like remember a, that the organ grinder or something? That, oh, that might be it. Yeah, that might be it. It's like a there's there's like basically an old barn in Salt Lake, and it's got a, a pipe organ in it, and they play silent movies to the organ. But they don't. Sell pizza? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. <laughs> but the guy plays the, <laughs> the organ loft. Yeah, organ the guy the guy playing. plays the piano live to the shows. It's, it's an organ. Whatever. There's a big difference between an organ and a piano. I said whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you do the huge elephant. What else? Okay, so um, uh, out in front of Caesar's Palace, there's uh, we did a replica of the uh, Trevi Fountain. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Which is pretty epic. It's probably one of my favorite pieces that we ever, we ever did. <laughs> It's one of the things they uh, fence off at New Year's so dumbasses don't climb it. Mm. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I can it's see like that. In there. They fuck the drunk people climb on everything there. It's it's really cool, by the way. That's one of the coolest things to oh, see man. driving down the strip. Yeah. And at yeah. night when the, the yeah. fountains are going. Yeah, and and now you can drive down and be like, I know that I know guy. The guy <laughs> <laughs> so to be fair, I got to give everybody credit. There was a, there was a team of no. us. Really? It wasn't done by one dude? Just yeah, you? no. Come on, man. I would love. I can't even tell you how much I'd love to say Yep, that's all me. What kind of artist are you? I mean, fucking David was done by one dude. Mm-hmm. Can you do something? <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> Michelangelo had a small team. I'm sure he did. <laughs> Very small. So uh, there used to be the Paris Fountain, which is, you know, had four women and two men around a pillar and then there was some cherubs up on top and some mermen around the it was another giant it, yeah. was, it was quite an epic statue but last time I went down there it was gone they, they had built I think the Coca-Cola store and M&M store or something oh yeah they, they had built Take out to the strip you know when they got rid of the fountain which is really sad because that was a, well that's just Vegas man yeah like, stuff doesn't last it's rolling there. it's always rolling stratosphere is going to get ripped down soon I'm sure yeah like it's a that's a really bad part do you get your pieces yeah. back when people are done with them? No. You should. They own them. They, they own them. They pay for the work. I'm sure you could buy them. I wonder if it's... you pay them, they pay you. Yeah. I wonder if they made it to that, you know, there's like the... Oh, like the... Vegas cemetery thing for all that all the lights and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah there's the Neon Museum, too, in Vegas, mm-hmm. but I don't think your statues go there. You know, there's you know. the Haunted Museum that Zach Bagan owns, but that's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. Unless it's haunted. Can we get one fucking episode without ghost stories? <laughs> October you know was what? like months ago. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Now these two. <laughs> no, I'm loving Brie in there. Why? I didn't say anything. <laughs> well, let's see. There's. I mean, we did tons for Vegas. We did tons of stuff for the Luxor. Like everything for the Luxor. Sounds pretty cool too. Um, even this. Did you make the pyramid? 
That's a building. He's like, me alone. Yeah. No, actually, my dad's company did the funeral. Oh, really? For real, yeah. Nice. Really? Yeah. The structural steel. The structural steel. All, all of the casinos in the last probably 25 years. Oh, really? The structural steel. Thing. So wow. they did wow. Not so fun to watch part, but all the structural steel. That's really cool. So the Sphinx was done by that company that I worked for, but it was before, before I got there. But uh, what Pretty else? Corey. Pre Corey. Pre Corey. Yeah. PC. You know, the dark age years. <laughs> um, Back in the bubonic plague days. PC. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mandalay Bay. There's like some winged creatures out in front of Mandalay Bay. Uh, yeah. Right on the corner. Wings going straight up. We did those. Uh, there's a bunch of elephants that kind of are like supporting a temple or something that's. Isn't it weird, like, the, the shit they decide to put in those places, too? They're yeah, like, it's crazy. Give us fucking Greek god-looking shit. Yeah. Thank you. Is that what's on, the, that's, that's on the, the work order? That's Greek god-looking shit. Yeah. I mean, how much, how much free <laughs> reign do they, by. <laughs> how much free reign do they give you and stuff like that? Do they come to you with a design team and they're like, we want exactly this? Most of the time, they even come with the models. Oh, wow. And so they're like, just yeah. fucking make these models. Just make these, yeah. Um, the exception was... The the, the Paris fountain. We, we got to make our own maquettes, the, the, uh, the 34 foot Babylonian elephant mm -hmm. I got to make. So that was, that was fun. Uh, most of the time. Yeah. You don't have, you have interpretation, right? But, but it's not really artistic freedom to create. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like, it's not like we have Trevi this fountain has already created. Although to be fair, that is like, it may be kind of a bummer, but at least you get to use your, you know, your art skills and your degree for what you want exactly that's not a common exactly. thing so yeah and most of my career has actually been doing stuff for companies like you know like like this architectural company and evermore and so how'd you get how'd you get roped into evermore have you been there for the last five years or yeah i was i was one of the very I know. very beginning guys I, I you know one of the first five or something chris is your stalker i'm not your stalker no. i've just <laughs> i've just met you before so i work for another company that that Ken was part of. Yeah, that Ken's part of. Oh. an investor in, so. I didn't realize we met. That's <laughs> okay. That's what it was a while ago. You, didn't you help with the Evermore haunted thing, pumpkin Evermore? Thing. The pumpkin, pumpkin fest. The pumpkin fest, yeah. yeah. He carved like seven million pumpkins. In Chris had to help no, carve pumpkins. No, I did not have any part no, in carving He would things. not like that. That was disgusting. <laughs> I was there. And oh, I was like, all right, I, I got to go. Bye, you guys. pumpkin guts. You guys keep fucking dipping those in the paraffin and stuff. I'm, I'm good. I'm out. That I'm stinks. This place was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I did help with ticketing and stuff like he that. He used to have so. his office in the building that was actually a shed behind the gas station. Yeah, where KPV used mm, to be. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if they're still It's still there. there. Yeah. I have a key to the building still. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, our corporate address is still that building. Wow. Although none of us work out of that building. We don't work out of home, so. Um, but, yeah, so you've been there for pretty much the whole time then, so. Pretty much the whole time. I left in January, so I'm I'm out on my own again. You're out on your own now. So how was yeah. that experience? Because I, I know that there were ebbs and flows of, of Evermore, obviously, um, because there was the first park edition mm -hmm. that was ridiculously humongous mm -hmm. um, and then uh, that kind of had to get scaled back quite a bit and now we have the, the garden essentially now um, mm -hmm. so how was that designing all that stuff because you got kind of got a lot of free reign there right yeah well I, 
So the first round, so my part of it, yeah. the first round I started doing that giant sculpture of Michael and, and Lucifer. And, yeah, I think it was and, so cool. Oh, man, it's, it was, it, and it was pretty much... I started on that and then, you know, I'd get pulled off on other things, but, um, before, I, I mean, I got like halfway done, maybe probably not even half. Well, yeah, let's, let's call it halfway done. And then we decided that, uh, we needed to do something else cause we were going to run out of money before we got Evermore open. <laughs> so, uh, one of the ideas that came out of Evermore, um, was the void. Mm -hmm. And so a, f a handful of us switched gears. We started, we started up the void, which is the virtual reality. And, um, that started taking off you know like game busters well, yeah well that's yeah. the technology that's in disneyland right yeah, disney yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. downtown disney so that was fun that was a lot of fun so were you doing a lot of like modeling mm -hmm. for the 3d animators mm -hmm. and stuff at that mm -hmm. point yeah yeah it's freaking cool going digital so that was that was fantastic i love it matter of fact it completely changed my workflow even now i start almost all my sculptures digitally to get the designs worked out and then go did you get okay. to work awesome. so in the early part of Evermore in the, in the first phase when they started doing all the 3D printing were you starting to do a lot mm -hmm. of modeling on, mm -hmm. on the computer and 3D printing it mm -hmm. then yeah that's really cool so, yeah. yeah and that was like I mean that's that's some four or five years ago probably that uh, I mean 3D printing was still relatively well we paid early. we bought this machine uh, this big it was like the size of one of those big freezers in yeah, your garage you know that printer was and um, I mean, this—you you may or may not know the, the terminologies, but it, it could only do like 175 microns. Yeah, um, which is crap compared to what we have now. Yeah, yeah, and we paid. I want to say we paid like forty thousand dollars for this machine. Yeah, probably. And then a few years later, we bought uh, uh, Raise 3D, which had a much larger work volume. You could do a one by one by two foot tall statue in a, in a, and we paid four thousand dollars for it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it tells you how fast that technology. It's time for yeah. us to get a 3D printer. Yeah. Well, we talked about that yeah. guy that just bought one. That senior, he bought one and put it in his garage and made like this kid in prosthetic. Awesome. Yeah, prosthetic. Yeah. Ooh, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We were thinking, a hobby. Well, we're thinking that would be perfect because little kids grow and they don't need to use them very long. And, mm. and when you're grown, you get a real one. So, so now I, I've even got my own 3D printer, and I only paid like 500 bucks for it, and it does way better than than the, yeah, the Ray's one. Exactly. You know? That's awesome. So, it's really cool. Like the technology is just yeah. Well, well it's uh, like but, okay, so that's it's funny because you think about that, and so they made that remake of Lost in Space, right? Yeah. And in it they have those 3D printers that make make working models of stuff like the gun and stuff we're basically there yeah, like we can do 3D printed guns like that was a big thing like two years ago all over the internet because those were publicly available plans for 3D printers so in, in the architectural world they're talking about being able to 3D print the parts for a house that's yeah. actually really I think cool. in China they're actually making that houses. happen yeah. yeah cement you know the Anyway. Well, I mean, think, if you think about it, like the manufactured homes that exist, that's just the next step there for them, right? Is to 3D print everything instead of having laborers actually have to create them. 
Then you don't have weird shit in your walls. <laughs> you don't find like no Barbie, time capsules. You don't find Barbie dolls under your staircase. Has been there since the house was built. Like, wait, what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm just assuming sometimes people find things like Barbie dolls under their stairs. We found fun stuff when we tore out your stairs. Yeah, we did. Like, I don't remember what it was. No, we only found like a snowball C- container. Body. Cigarette. <laughs> oh yeah, cigarette. Yeah, but I think yeah. And then like a McDonald's wrap. I don't yeah, know, there wasn't like anything yeah. cool. It was just trash. But it could have been cool. <laughs> we were hoping. There. There's probably cooler stuff in your stairs, but you can't see the bottom of yours. Probably. <laughs> so what's the what's the coolest thing that you've ever made? Well, I, I've got to go with the Michael and Lucifer statue. Did you ever get it's to actually? So cool. Did you ever get to actually finish it all the way? I finished it. Uh, it's it's installed. However, there's a caveat. The uh, the grand plan is to have steam coming out of the sword oh. so that you can projection map onto it and make it look like fire at night, you know, coming out of the sword. But um, so the sword is not permanently attached right now because they haven't plumbed it, or at least they hadn't yeah. when I had left. And I don't think I don't I don't think they have yet. So there's a cup and I had to leave a hatch and, you know, access to get inside the statue yeah. from the back until the plumbing goes in. So there's actually a seam that can come off. Uh, let's go back. find so it. Climb inside David. So it's or, I mean, Michael. finished. Yeah, you can. It's finished, but it's not finished. Yeah. How big is that statue? Uh, 17 feet. Yeah, it's freaking huge. Yeah. That's Scott, awesome. Scott, I think there's. I want to say 14 figures. Yeah, it's a wrapping around. I haven't seen it in person, but I've seen pictures of it, and I've seen the news stuff mm-hmm. on it, and it's pretty cool looking. So did you have a hand in some of this? So I'm going to say like three and a half, four years ago, when Evermore went to, to Are you talking Comic-Con about the and Fanex, and they made the Steampunk Man and the, mm-hmm. the giant uh, Reaper-looking costume. Did you have any part in making that stuff? Um, I did the maquette for the, for the uh, what were we calling? that crow thing I don't know but it was cool oh, what do we call that like we had a I have a picture boy. I have a picture from that remember. that fanix with the ladies that had the half faces mm-hmm. oh, yeah. They should put a lot into that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Steampunk man was pretty cool. Yeah, that costume was so hard for the guy to wear that yeah, yeah he could only like. You know, he'd go from the green room, make one lap around our booth, and then he's like, "All right, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it." You know, <laughs> no one built an AC into the costume. It's probably heavy as shit too. Yeah. Well, and he's yeah. walking on stilts. He was tall. Not the steampunk man. Not the steampunk. The crow, the crow no. was, but not the oh, steampunk okay. man. Oh, okay. I, I feel bad. I cannot remember the name of the crow yeah. character. <laughs> That's really cool. Feel terrible. Really cool. What's the weirdest thing you've done? Hmm. <laughs> We need thinking music. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The, the crow thing was pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> but you just made the the the, the, mo- the, the model, mo- yeah. And then we uh, we farmed that out to to some guys, and actually, the guys actually working at Evermore. Yeah, I was gonna now. say he's probably doing some of that now. Right? Yeah, yeah. Do you keep your mock-ups? Do you have like a display case that you keep all of them? Yeah, I keep a lot of them. <laughs> I was gonna say, how does that work for? Because like a lot of artists, like they'll have a portfolio, mm-hmm. but like, do you just take pictures of them for your portfolio, or do you even do a portfolio as a sculptor? Yeah, you know, He's like, I am, trust me, I can make this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am probably the worst at. I mean. 
I just don't even think about taking pictures generally. You know, it's always like, oh, shoot, Dang after that, thoughts. That after that down the road. <laughs> yeah, so I've literally gone to like, every time I go to Vegas, it's like, oh, I better get some pictures of this stuff for my, you know. And people are like, why is that guy so interested in all of the sides of that statue? Yeah, yeah he's taking like 100 pictures of that. <laughs> oh, is he going to copy this shit? But it's all with, it's all with a little <laughs> junk camera. You know, so, iPhone camera. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the worst I am. So what are you doing now? If you're, you've moved on from Evermore, you found another... Yeah, so I've got a bunch of stuff going on. Um, I don't know how much I can talk about, but I'm doing... Let's just say I've got some really fun stuff in the works cool. for some like some high visibility stuff. So Is it going to be locally? Or hopefully oh. that pans out. That's really cool. Um, I've got a... I've got a uh, I think you should do the Olympics. Yeah. That'd be That'd cool. Be great. We got to get them first. Well, yeah, we're we going to. Didn't we, didn't we get no, we're on we the just won roster. The, yeah. We won the right to run for it. Oh. We're, we're able, we're, we won the U.S. as yeah. bid, but we didn't. So other U.S. cities were competing, and we're the one that won the U.S. bid. Yeah, fuck you, Denver. So if the, <laughs> so if, 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 if the U.S. gets it, we get it. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. That's a good. Yep. What? what are I was you trying. At? I was trying to think how many years down the road. I don't know, but I think he could make a really cool. I think torch. it was twenty twenty six is what they were looking for. Yeah. So. so, so the stuff I have in the works now, crossing my fingers, it won't be like won't be a signature piece like like like, uh, like Michael. Yeah. yeah, but it, it it'll be some fun high visibility stuff so I'm pretty excited about it I, I don't know how much I should that's fine you don't have to share it's yeah. whatever you're comfortable Our with six listeners don't give a shit oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I just think it's cool the scale at which your art is it's um, like you see graffiti like that at that big of a scale but to have something three dimensional that's that big yeah. is, a 17 is, foot tall statue is immense well that's what I mean yeah, like you I was trying to think of, of other art that you would see that that's big and most of it is one dimensional it's a it's a painting or something mm -hmm. there's not a lot that's mm -hmm. three-dimensional like that so that's really cool because you you have to think about how it's going to look all the way around and and it really has to work there can't be any you know fudging of it that you might be able to do in a painting to make something work like it actually has to look right because right. right. from the back it might look okay well i don't know where that hand came from you but i want it there you can put a wrinkle yeah. on a butt cheek yeah <laughs> so other than other than clay have you worked in other mediums like stone carving or anything like that i haven't done a, a lot of stone carving they had some when i was at byu they had some carrera marble which is the marble that uh yeah. michelangelo used so i went out with it you know i wanted to experience it so i went out with a chisel and made your own piece after yeah like and after hammering on it for like a half hour and make a little pile of dust you had a rock yeah and i was like wow they make it sound you know when they talk about marble they talk about it like it's butter or something no, it's like, it's wow, this hard. stuff is hard it's no sense it's not yeah yeah <laughs> no soapstone like, yeah <laughs> crumble as soon as you hit it <laughs> it's no shale <laughs> a great medium to, to sculpt in some shale. <laughs> so no, mostly, you know, mostly I'm um, working in clay and then casting in whatever, whatever the job requires, so. Have you ever done anything in gold? <laughs> no. I've, I've <laughs> welded silver, which was 
Such a pain. <laughs> such a pain. You're welding. It, it's such a good conductor of heat that you just can't get it hot enough in oh. one spot, you know, to, to really weld it. And you'll be welding one side and the... the you know, all the way on the other side is already, you know, it's too hot to touch, <laughs> which is crazy. It's really, it's like a superconductor. Wow. Better than copper. I think so. Yeah. Cause that bronze, you know, yeah. going through the foundry bronze, you're, you're just affecting a, a small amount of, even if you're really laying the heat to it, you might be affecting maybe 10 inches of, of surface area and, not the whole thing two feet away what, like like silver what's the craziest material you've worked with is it silver yeah yeah i think so hmm. somebody yeah. poured a little teeny tiny thor out of gold that i watched them do that was kind of cool i watched them make the little thing and then make the mold and then pour the yeah, it was kind of cool who's got the mm. fucking money to just melt gold i don't like know that. seriously it was like 16 karat gold i think or something like that <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's like, that's like when you light money. Yeah, it was only like this big. Like, like it I say this, like people can see, it was only like about an inch and a half long. It doesn't matter. That's a lot of it's fucking still. gold. I know. I'm just saying, think like, about how much all of the time that it took and you end up with this. Think about how much like a gold wedding band costs, just a straight gold mm -hmm. wedding band. It's like 50 bucks. That is not true. <laughs> I have no idea. When was the last time I priced gold, this dude? This is not 1998. Okay. <laughs> when was the last time I priced gold? Yeah, exactly. There's a reason people buy and sell gold. Use gold. Sell us your earrings. Miss Patrick's we'll earrings. That's the reason why uh, John's brother has it in his basement. <laughs> now that you've gotten into the digital side, you, you were saying that you work that way. Do you prefer to still go back to clay you just know, because you get more of a hands-on? Yes. Yeah. I always like to, you know, it's a great way to design. It really is. But, I, you know, you got to keep your hands in the clay. It's just... Do you like buying like like just regular old modeling clay at Walmart and fucking around at home and building your own shit, or because you do it for a living? You know, like, eh. <laughs> that's a definite. No, no, that stuff that stuff is the worst. Um, <laughs> no, you find a clay that you like. I like I like J Mac. Anyway, did you buy it by the pallet? For Michael, we did. <laughs> we bought like three thousand pounds of clay for, for for that statue, and then most of the statue was. So how did steel and foam? Yeah. So how did you? And we. How when you have a statue that big, how do you cure the clay? It never cures. Yeah. So because you, you can't throw it in a kiln, there's no yeah. way you could throw that in like a kiln. So. It's all it's all oil based clay, so it stays soft forever. So you've got to make a mold of it and you know yeah, get it into something permanent. Plaster and for something that big, how do you? Uh, silicone molds. So you build a silicone jacket around it, and then over that you build because silicone's floppy you know mm. so then over top of that you've got to build something that's hard to hold the hold the rubber once you pull it apart so we used because it's so big and and the, the pieces of the molds were so huge we used fiberglass which is since you're casting in fiberglass it's okay because you can flex it and fi you know the fiberglass yeah. molds will flex a little when you when you pull them apart and then you cast in them and you can flex them back a little bit so it's it's, so cool. it's fine but generally plaster is better to use because once it's cured it doesn't it doesn't move it at doesn't all. flex yeah so you don't have to worry about fucking up a piece and having to redo it mm -hmm. that would suck uh, yeah like <laughs> <laughs> been there done that <laughs> so, so do you find yourself because you do stuff like this professionally when you're when you're not at work are you 
just less artistic all around or I've, I've always been curious with the you know professional artist you just in your free time you're still fucking around making stuff you just never turn off you know you're just going so you're a workaholic basically yeah but you know art it's it's a different thing doesn't it? really feel like doesn't really feel like work it's just it does to people who aren't artistic like me I don't even doodle there's no way I can do it well, I, I tell you, since I since I went out on my own, it's five thirty in the morning till eleven o'clock at night, and then hit repeat and do it again the next day. So, so do you have a shop, a studio? I work out in my house. My my studio is my two car garage, which has been the studio since a month after we bought the house. So oh. it's never really been a garage. Never been a garage. <laughs> That's, right. That's normal. But um, and then if there's something big then I'll I'll find a space somewhere else to do it but I, lo I love you know some people hate working out of their home but I love it I would be there all the time if, if I could make that work but I like it do you prefer so this last statue 17 feet tall do you like prefer to work on that large scale or can you do still like the small detailed? I can go, I can do you go, have a preference I'm doing I'm doing three inch busts that I'm selling as collectibles so I can go I can go from small to big you know but I love big big is my favorite I, there's something about it right there's something epic about it like it somehow larger than life somehow it's more important I don't know have you ever thought about <laughs> getting silly, into the, getting into like the miniature space so like the reaper mini type stuff or the Reaper Mini, I don't Have you know. never seen a Reaper Mini? No. So, like, little miniature figures that nerds like me that play Dungeons like gamers? and Dragons? Oh, yeah, like, lately. Like, th maybe 3D printing them and then casting them or something. Yeah, or something like that. Like, that's what they're doing a lot of now is 3D printing, so. That seems like a great place for the 3D printers because yeah. their resolution is getting so good that so there, there is a company out there what the hell's the name of it I can't think of it but you can make uh, you can design your own mini and they'll 3D print it and send it to you and they have gotten so I have some friends that got one like a year ago and then they just got some more like a couple months ago and the quality has changed dramatically even in that oh, I bet. well you made a person didn't you out of 3D printing a friend or a relative I saw a picture on your Facebook of somebody that you made 3D printing, I believe. Or was it a sculpture? Um, I could be wrong. I'm trying to think what... But yeah, I, 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 I've done little busts of, of the profits. So... I bet that sells well. Yeah, it's works. actually doing really good. <laughs> it's doing really good. We should we, we get you hooked up with the farmer's market. You can start selling. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They do. How about a Devon do? Because Bree's friend Devon was selling um, pictures oh, of the temple that he takes and, and does stuff. He like. takes them and he uh, uses an infrared lens and makes them all like. Does them all metallic, right? Really cool colors and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, but he, I think he's done all of them in Utah now and a couple, you know, in the surrounding states and stuff. But they look really cool. The, the, the trees and stuff are all kind of white and then the, the temple like pinky tealy just so you know just Mormons like art too <laughs> <laughs> anyway they're they're really cool and I got some for my 
my ex-husband and his his dad. So. Well, right now we're trying to get somebody else to cast them for us, but right now we're doing all the casting. Oh boy. Yeah, it's, it's like that's. So you just have the mold. That's and part of the five thirty to. Somebody orders them and you pour them. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to maybe get her a book or something, you know. See if someone will buy that. Form them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. It's, it's, it's like uh. do you do custom orders from like the the public at large. Yeah, I love I love commissions. So if I wanted to commission like like Brie, no, yeah, like we're not bust getting of, a bust of me. Bust of Brie, no. Yeah. If I could put it on my nightstand, so no matter which way I turn at night, mm -hmm. I'm facing mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. Could you do that for me? I absolutely could. <laughs> it's just would money. I, would I be sleeping? <laughs> so that I'm sleeping on both yeah, sides. Yeah, actually, I'll just take a picture while she's asleep tonight and send it to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can just, get right on that. You'll just have to, you'll have to use your artistic capabilities to turn her over. Because <laughs> <laughs> normally she's facing one way. No, I face the wall, so I I'd be perfectly faced. Oh, but he's got to transpose it to flip you, so. <laughs> I'll do it, I'll do it digitally, and then we can just hit, hit the button and it'll flip. No problem. Just make sure her thumb's on the right spot or it's going to really fucking throw me off. <laughs> thumb? Wow. Yeah, I don't want he transposes you. I don't want your thumb to be like over here. <laughs> on the, like on the opposite side. side of the hand. That would be really fucking weird. It would bug me. <laughs> Having a bust of you and a real you so you're on either side of me doesn't bug me, but the thumb on the wrong hand would. This is so weird, please. Yeah, we went way down the rabbit hole. Did you expect this when you came here? <laughs> I had no idea what to expect. How durable are those 3D figures? Like, could you put them in a purse and carry them around with you, or would it break? I think it would depend on if it had little parts or not, just like oh, anything yeah, exactly. hold, hold on. Why the fuck did you like ask that question? That example means you have something specific <laughs> in mind. Could you put it in your purse and like carry it Like, if you 3D around? print this pen, there's nothing really breakable. It's probably going to be fine. But if you 3D did something with, like, a little teeny pokey like thing a, like out of it. Like a head with antlers or something. Yeah, they're probably going to break problem. off, just yeah. like any other Well, thing. And it, it depends on the medium, too, right? Like, if it's, like... Uh, if it's bronze, it's probably not going to break. If it's yeah, but then it's not 3D printing. Oh, we're talking bronze. about 3D printing. No. How are you 3D printing in bronze? Is something else that would be, that I don't know about? That is something you should look into. Don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. It's coming. I'm sure it you will. Put a patent on that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We yeah. should have him make our carnival. I promise um, you, someone's already. Our carnival <laughs> trophy in bronze. Our what? Our, car our carnival it's trophy. Oh yeah, I don't. I'm kind of pissed they're plastic, but I'm. I'm I'm kind of pissed at plastic, but we're, uh, we're getting He's super of proud of that. I had to do the worm to, to get that trophy. That is wow. not what you did to get that trophy. <laughs> <laughs> that's an award. That's an award. Yeah, that's a prestigious award. Prestigious award. So what's funny is we we won it. We won it um, on, a, on our cruise with our daughter. and That um, was my goal for the cruise. And, I and we were on a team with a bunch of strangers, and so they were giving out bottles of champagne and only one trophy to the Two. team. And we're like, Oh, no, it was just no, one. It was just one. And we're like, you can have our champagne if we can have that trophy. And they're like, why do we want the stupid plastic trophy? <laughs> that's totally what I was in it for. It's the best memory, like that trophy. But then like a month later, I found one at DI. Yeah, but that's ours. We actually won. <laughs> You're kind of a dick. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's and I, that will be something that I strive for on every cruise is to get a trophy. A ship. A ship on a stick. That's awesome. It's a coveted award for it's participation. A, it's a major it's award. A, it's a 
It is. Only the first place team got. Only the first He's place team it. got this. I know. I know. Three bottles of champagne, and I'm like, this is shitty champagne. Damn, you said you won that. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. So, um, <laughs> we do have one other question for you. Um, we ask every guest that's on the show. Um, you basically have lived your whole life here. Um, you spent some, some time that you don't remember in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state of Utah they needed to do before they left? Go to Evermore, see my statue. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's actually that's actually not a bad thing to suggest. It's in fact that you may be the first person to say it. I think he is. Evermore's a, a cool Plus I love self promotion. I love people are always afraid to self promote. Uh, I'm like uh, read my book. Oh my god, go it. to my store, yeah, eat at my restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do all that. Yeah. <laughs> Go to my website. Yep. Do you have a website? Or did you just say that? Yeah. No, I do. Boston Sculpture. Dot Weebly.com. I'm still stuck on the Weebly. <laughs> is that like more because I'm like not cities? I'm not uh, savvy enough to like do your own? Do my own. <laughs> well, at least you didn't say Pinterest. Well, you can do that, too. Oh, boy. Or yeah. Facebook. Or you have the Instagrams here. Are we free? Oh, yeah. Artists? I got the Instagrams. Instagram's the best I am, for artists. What's, what's, your, what's your handle on Instagram? I think it's just Corey Clausen. I don't know. He doesn't know. We'll link to all of it. It's okay. Yeah. You don't yeah, it's it's always funny to me, the artists that are like, uh, yeah, I don't really, I'm not really on Instagram. I'm like, your entire fucking life is art. Like, visual art. How are you not posting that on the, on the most on visual the medium social media? Yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's like a, it's not, I'm, I'm Facebook. You know, my kids are totally Instagram. Yeah, yeah kids, kids don't, because only old people Facebook. It's true. I, apparently. No, legit. Like, my yeah. kids don't Facebook. My, my one daughter's in a sorority. She kind of has to because of that. But other than that, there's like no posts. Everything yeah. Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. The best I don't get Snapchat. the Twitter either. The Twitter. The Twitter. Well, well, you know you're old when it's the Twitter. It, no, actually, a lady at my work today called it called it tw- the tweet. The, the tweeting. Yeah. The tweet. How old was she? It's Shauna. She's like 60 something. Okay. There you go. So, again, my point. She's, she's also the one that said Oriental. Oh, man. She's not the only one of your work that says that. No, she's not, unfortunately. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, for joining us, Corey. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we're excited for your I'm stuff that's so coming up that we can't me. talk about. Yeah. So we'll have to I'm have really you back excited. when we I can hope, talk about it. You know, there's so many. You, you kind of throw the net wide. Man, I really hope I really hope this one sticks because I'm really excited about it. And I wish I could talk more about it. Yeah, next time. That's okay. We'll have you back on after it's revealed. And maybe that's two years from now. Maybe it's five years from now. Who knows? Or we'll still be three months. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much, Corey. You are very welcome. I think that's going to do it for the show. Uh, thanks again to Corey Clausen, uh, our guest, for uh, discussing sculpture with us. I'm excited to see what his potential big project is. So go check out his stuff at Evermore. Sounds awesome. And then there's a trap door in the back. See if you can get that figured out. Yeah, we need to get in that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a big statue, but I don't think either of those things. And it's in a fountain. <laughs> what? I can fountain it. You, you guys cannot talk twice at the same time. I don't. 
understand you the first time or the second time. Jess, you go first. I said it's a fountain. Marie, now you go. I could fit in it. Okay. So now I understand. Because if I have that problem, our listeners certainly would. I don't think I'm so. I'm just saying, if we all talk at the same time, it doesn't sound good. What? Now everyone's <laughs> mad at me. Yes, nope. now everybody's irritated with you. Uh, so yeah, if you uh, if you like what you heard, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really fucking impressed at this point. Um, 142 episodes. There's 141 others to listen to, um, or you could just share this one. And that's what we care about. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast. Also, Instagram's the same handle, uh, or the New Utah Podcast on Facebook. Uh, we also have a website. Um, that I've done one blog post for. <laughs> Maybe I'll do some more moving forward, but it's thenewutah.com. Uh, and that's actually a, a great resource if you you want something to do, if you, you're curious what activities there are, um, you're curious about any of the stuff that we talk about, we generally link it there if it's worth linking. Um, but yeah, give us, a, give us a share. Let us know what you think. And uh, if you want us to share something of yours, just let us know. We're, we're pretty active with the exception of me on social media because I've sucked no, the last dude, couple of weeks. I don't do anything ever. I suck at it. But uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it. Um, enjoy the weather because it's going to snow some more. Uh, global warming's a bitch and uh, Jeremy's going to get bees again. Except it's winter. 